Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy, Bob Rock on the B-Rock RC Show. A live podcast for the drifters by a drifter. So what's happening, guys? Nice to be back on this Monday. Uh, It's been a a relatively good weekend. Not too bad. Uh, What have you guys been up to? Uh, Have you been hitting the track? having a good drift session um, I didn't hit the track because uh, yesterday it was my my brother's birthday so we had a little get together shout out to my brother Saj uh, happy birthday bro he reached uh, the big 30s so he's 30 now and uh, yeah it was an awesome uh, little family get together really enjoyed it uh, so yeah, back to uh, back to the drifting, back to normal daily activities, work, because you know we got to. Uh, so yeah, how are you guys doing? How's it hanging on your side of the of the pond? So our first episode uh, last week went out pretty well. Um, we had a bit of a chat about some uh, beginners how how beginners should uh, should start up and we spoke about the different levels that people that newbies are at and whether they want to come in socially and drift or whether they want to go competitively and what they should uh, generally purchase or generally buy uh, if they want to get into drifting and uh, yeah we touched on a few other things as well and uh, it was pretty awesome so on today's episode I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, again I just want to start off I just want to start off with uh, with the guys coming into the, the hobby the new new guys guys that don't have a clue about drifting but they're really interested they're really keen about it and they want to uh, they want to start drifting and I also want to talk about how we react to these guys when they post up questions um, so you, you guys must know that uh, I pretty much I, I troll social media not the whole day but I, I keep a close eye on social media and the goings-on um, and uh, a lot of the times I see new guys uh, asking for advice or posting up about a very entry-level chassis to start dr- drifting with. And almost immediately I see guys who are more experienced uh, and who've been around a little bit start dogging these guys. Uh, or start uh, you know teasing them and joking around a little bit harshly uh, about uh, the choice of chassis and or maybe the they, they, they teasing them about the questions they, they post so we got to remember guys that even though we have been around for a little while these are these are green ones these are newbies still uh, in inverted commas uh, wet behind the ears when it comes to drifting and we need to stop this uh, this whole movement of of trolling them and and being sarcastic towards these guys you know, really guys 
uh, we are more uh, we should be more mature about it because we have more experience and then rather take a uh, a higher road uh, and a higher approach uh, to when we advising them sure a little joke in between here is fine just to break the ice and uh, have a bit of humor in there but uh, to start dogging guys about oh no you know you chose the worst chassis to start off with and this is a terrible chassis and you can't drift with this and why are you wasting money on that you know uh, our approach here in South Africa is very much different we encourage uh, anybody with whatever chassis they have uh, and we encourage them to drift we advise them that look if you're gonna be competitive then you gotta come with a, a competitive budget and this is what you're looking at but if you're someone who's uh, wants to drift socially and you just want to try out the hobby first before you start getting into it, then come with what you got even if it's an hsb flying fish we know it's a terrible chassis but it's just enough to get these these newbies going so that they uh, they become more involved in the in the hobby and they start enjoying the hobby and then once i promise you once they see you drifting with your purpose design purpose built drift chassis where you've invested time and money in i promise you it will it will inspire them and it will motivate them to upgrade their gear to better gear and it will also encourage and motivate them to upgrade their skills and work more on drifting and that's how you encourage newbies guys you don't just come straight flying off the bat and start hammering them oh no your budget is too less why are you wasting time with this and that um, you know it's very discouraging for the new uh, for a new guy trying to get into the hobby to hear from from experienced guys that you know it's it's terrible you need to uh, have a better budget and etc etc but you don't know that guy's position financially or whatever the case may be maybe that's all he has for the moment and now he's really keen to to get into the hobby now by us discouraging him by by putting what he's uh, saying down or putting what he wants to get down you potentially lose a fellow drifter if you get what I'm saying, so that's really something that you know we gotta relook at when we when we're doing this. So uh, back to uh, for all the guys that have just joined in, thank you for joining in and welcome to the B Rock RC Show. It's a live podcast for the drifters, by a drifter, and for anybody else looking for info, advice, and whatever. Please uh, also share the link amongst your friends. Share it far and wide. We want to get more people listening in and uh, more people joining in the conversation. And uh, it'll be really awesome to to get constantly get feedback. So that tells me, uh, you know, it gives me ideas and uh, and it tells me where I'm going wrong and perhaps what I should and shouldn't speak about. So we've been talking a little bit about uh, guys or new guys that are just getting into the hobby. And, and about how we should treat them getting into the hobby and encouraging as opposed to discouraging them. So the, the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, 
is a subject that uh, a number of people have uh, sort of changed their minds about. It's also a subject that's uh, that you start to reminisce about, you know, if you uh, if you've been around for a long, long time. So I want to talk about all-wheel drive and and CS cars. How was that whole experience for you? If you've gone through that experience, have you started off with all-wheel drives or with uh, CS cars? How's it, Shayur? Good to uh, have you listening in, bro. Um, yeah, so have you guys uh, started off in CS or 50-50 all-wheel drive? Are you that long in the game that you've uh, tried all-wheel drive? Uh, and the, the new question I'd like to pose to everybody is, do you think CS still has a place in the drift world today? Let's hear your opinions. What, uh, what do you guys have to say? Uh, yeah, David, I, I absolutely uh, agree with you. That's, that's what I've been uh, saying as well about encouraging, not discouraging new guys coming into the, the hobby and getting them, just getting them started and sort of hooked in the hobby and then seeing the beauty of investing in, in better equipment and how, how much more fun you can have with, with better equipment once you upgrade your skills because everybody knows here you start off with the and it can it can only take you to a certain level up to where you find yourself needing to upgrade your car and now we need to get these new guys in that sort of mind frame of mind you know so back to our cs debate um i for for me personally i think a cs and all uh, all wheel drive uh, does have a place in uh, in the drift world uh, yes it doesn't uh, quite reflect uh, the scale of the real drift cars but then again we must also keep in mind as much as we try to replicate this, uh, the scale of uh, real drifting at the end of the day these are one in ten scale cars these are hobby grade drift cars so nothing will ever actually compared to a real car unless you go you look at a hybrid but the, that's a separate conversation so yeah the cs cars all we drive cars what do you think does it still have a place in rc drifting or not uh we've we've seen a huge decline in uh in cs cars the moment it was announced at worlds that in 2019 there would not be uh, a CS category and they would only be a rear-wheel drive. Uh, I know that came as a huge shock to uh, a lot of uh, the, uh, the drifters or should I say the whole drift world but that doesn't necessarily mean that discount CS. A started off on CS and then moved over to rear-wheel drive. Some of us have gone straight into rear-wheel drive. I myself started off in 50-50, then went CS, then eventually and only recently I went into all uh, into rear-wheel drive. I must admit, uh, with CS, I, I struggled quite a bit. Uh, but then uh, if I look back now, uh, I can see where all my faults uh, lie. Uh, where all where all my faults were with regards to CS, and it all 
it all focused on my tuning of the car and just my knowledge base. It was, when I look back, it was lacking so bad uh, that I think now if I go back to CS, I'm sure I'd actually do a much, much better job. Hey, Chester, thanks for listening in, bro. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, again, the, to all the people that just joined in, thank you very much for listening. This is your boy, Bob Rock, on the B-Rock RC show. Please share the link. Uh, to everyone around, let's get more people listening in. Uh, I'd really love for more of you guys to uh, to listen in. <clears throat> so we've been talking about our second second topic, which was the, the CS drifters, the CS cars. Do they still have a a, a place in uh, RC drifting? Let's hear your your opinions. Uh, drop a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Does CS still have its place in RC drifting. Uh, so the next, on to the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, rear wheel drive and how quickly it's become so popular. Um, so, I mean, uh, after, for me, after it was announced that uh, there won't be all wheel drive at Worlds, I've seen a huge jump with the uh, rear wheel drive uh, guys joining in. And, and from that time, so it's like, what, 2018, I'd say, to now, uh, it must have uh, a, a huge, a huge amount. I'd like to put a percentage there, but geez, uh, I'm not very good at math. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, and I'm sure you'd have noticed it in, in your areas, in your countries. I know in South Africa, it's jumped uh, a, a phenomenal amount. And I believe it's because rear-wheel drive was or is easier to grasp than CS. Uh, and I'm sure the older guys who used to drift uh, a CS with a, with a high CS ratio would, would know what I'm talking about. That switching over from uh, CS to rear-wheel drive was a lot easier. For me, it was a hell of a lot easier. Uh, and some may argue that it's easier because the gyro is doing the work for you and etc uh, etc et i don't i don't necessarily subscribe to that uh, that opinion i really think that yes while the gyro is there to assist you a lot of it still depends on your setup and simply your driving skill uh, what do you think because this is uh, this is just something that I found. Um, also, when I started off with rear wheel drive, uh, my knowledge base has has definitely jumped up a lot more in a shorter space of, uh, of time than with CS. Because uh, to get your rear wheel drive uh, car drifting just the way you want it, I'm sure you guys know you have to spend uh, and a, a significant amount of time just tuning your car and it's a lot more technical than uh would tune in your car than cs is i know that's that's just my opinion i just find that uh it's a bit more technical to tune a rear wheel drive car and it's a bit more technical to drive a cs car so you know uh it, it's just it's just something that i've found and i've experienced moving from CS to rear-wheel drive. 
Um, so that, uh, that's just what I How popular has rear wheel drive been in your country? Or how have you seen the jump from all wheel drive to rear wheel drive in your country? Well, let's drop a comment. Let's hear again. Can you, can you guys still hear me? Please send me a message if you guys can hear me. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, I found that uh, rear wheel drive. Uh, I've, uh, I've managed to, to do a hell of a lot better in uh, rear wheel drive than uh, with all wheel drive. Um, uh, I've had a lot more fun. Uh, it's it's brought me a lot closer to my friends from all over the world. So yeah. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is the tracks from around the world. What's the tracks like from from your end of the world? How is the uh, the attendance at your track, at your local track. Are you even going to a local track? Do you have a local track? What, what is it like? Uh, is your local... What's up guys? Sorry about that. Uh, the network, uh, this is always this one spot going home where the network just goes. <laughs> it goes haywire. So what I've been uh, talking about now was um, your local track what is it like uh, what surface are you guys running um, how is the attendance at your local track how is your local track run uh, do you have club fees do you have track fees uh, you know that kind of thing uh, let us know what is it like drop a message let's hear what you guys have to say um, so uh, like I was saying it's very heartbreaking when you have uh, a local track or when you hear about a local track uh, closing down simply because you don't have people attending the track absolutely heartbreaking I, I myself I get very hard so to hear about things like that a local track closing down because of low attendance come on guys we we shouldn't let that happen it should happen for other reasons and not for low attendance uh, our local track or my local track um, we we run outdoors it's uh, it's a painted uh, concrete track which uh, all of us at the club got together and uh, did up it's running for the last five years and uh, from the time we started we had club fees uh, and we introduced track fees but very quickly we learned that uh, with the track fees it's just it just wasn't going to work out because our track is completely open and accessible to everybody um, so it, it kind of didn't make sense and it, it depended on trusting people to uh, come through and pay a track fee when when they're using the track and because we couldn't be there all the time so whoever came there by their own obviously you know got in for free um, so as the years went by as time went by we slowly did away with the track fee to try and get more people uh, in getting to the track 
and then eventually we cut down our club fees by half and then eventually now uh, we don't have a club fee per se but uh, we have a fee that uh, each of us pay to our hosting uh, club where our check is uh, so all that money goes through to the to the, our hosting club and we basically run the club and the track for free so I'm sure some of you guys uh, may or may not have seen the seen pictures of the track uh, on my Facebook profile uh, if not drop a message and I'll post up more pictures of our track it's a beautiful beautiful track uh, the surface is uh, it, although it's smooth it's not perfectly flat uh, there's a lot of uh, I, I like to say that uh, our track has a lot of character uh, in that it, it reflects a road it's never the same at one spot uh, it has bumps here and there and you see your suspension work on that <laughs> on that track and then we have two uh, embanked uh, or not embanked we have two banked uh, bends which just make your drifting a whole lot more fun uh, it's not very high as well it's actually quite low it's about 90 mils I'd say uh, at the highest point and it's just a beautiful track to, to drive on uh, it's definitely a rear-wheel drive track all-wheel drives have a lot of fun on it but the rear-wheel drive we have even more fun on it so yeah so you know well what's your tracks what's your track like yeah yeah I hear you I hear you young um, but you know you, you got to look at it at, at a number of ways um, you know th there's always going to be somebody who wants to collect uh, limited edition parts or somebody that really really likes a brand uh, like myself uh, I favor certain brands over others uh, and that's and that's besides me uh, affording it or not it's more like or not affording it but I still I still prefer the brand because I I stand behind it uh, I believe in uh, the R&D behind it and uh, yes it can be seen as uh, almost an elitist brand but uh, I think it's also you know you, you gotta you gotta look at it holistically I think and then and then you just you just get some guys who are just so blase about it it is like they don't care they got the money they'll throw the money at it for simply because it's that name and not necessarily for the reasons like I mentioned about <laughs> about yeah yeah I know I know <laughs> uh, so yeah that's uh, so I'd really really like to know about how uh, your tracks are run uh, on your side of the world uh, please drop a comment let me know how your tracks are run I'm very interested uh, to know how your tracks uh, going how you manage the tracks what's your track rules like uh, what kind of facilities do you provide uh, at your tracks and how do you guys uh, get people to to come to the track and stay coming to the track like uh, 
how do you guys do your your promos how do you encourage more people to to join your tracks let me know let's share some ideas and maybe some of your ideas uh, that you have running with uh, at your track can help uh, other guys uh, at their tracks so that'll be uh, that'll be interesting hey nakama how are you doing my brother um, so yeah uh, on to the last <coughs> on to the last topic uh, uh, I wanted to uh, talk about what is somewhat uh, controversial or maybe seen controversial I'm sure you guys would have seen the <coughs> the number and numerous amount of memes that have been uh, going on about what's happening uh, with this with this big brand and this new up-and-coming brand and some of you may have an idea of what it what I'm talking about some of you may need uh, <coughs> a clue and some of you will just just need to be told <laughs> which brands I'm talking about so yeah I think uh, <coughs> so the what I'm talking about the brand that I'm talking about is Yokomo. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yokomo was, was, or should I say, still is a massive global brand. Has a huge amount, uh, a huge following with, uh, with massive, massive, massive uh, brand loyalty. Uh, however, recently, and a and, and it's all public already and everybody knows that uh, we had uh, a number of very high profile people at Yokomo actually leave and this new group of individuals uh, started a new brand called RevD uh, which is producing uh, parts which are very very promising you got to give credit where it's due, whether whether you like it or not. Uh, you have to admit, the, the new stuff coming out from RevD appear, uh, seems to be working well, uh, appears to be very good. Uh, it, it may or may not be filling in a few technical gaps that drifters were, were looking for. But does that mean that it's better than the former brand that people were so loyal to uh, so then the you know the next thing you gotta ask is uh, are people brand loyal or people loyal what do you think uh, I had a few uh, interesting comments about that I spoke to a few friends just posing the question to see what they what they thought of that and you know sir some of the comments actually uh, made sense like one of the comments were uh, you know there's very few people that are that are brand loyal but a lot of people follow the hype like the 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 flavor of the season or what's in fashion at the moment you know that kind of thing um, and then uh, one of the other comments were exactly uh, about that. Uh, what's in at the moment? What's the trend uh, at the moment? Uh, and then another comment was some people just follow the, uh, 
the guys that are at the top simply because they have that chassis so that means it must be good so you we gotta we gotta look at all these things are we are we brand loyal or people loyal uh, we can't say if rev d had to come out with a chassis or had to yeah had to produce a chassis and launch it tomorrow we can't immediately say that uh, that chassis is better than a yoko because it's rev d because these champion winning championship winning drivers are driving it so it means it must be better than what you previously drove because all this while what you previously drove was was cracking and you were enjoying yourself you loved the support um, everybody was driving it it made drifting fun and etc etc so this uh, you know ultimately it's down to your skill as well you can have the best car the best equipment you can have tuned the best by by somebody who's more technically advanced or, or technically stronger than you but if you don't know how to drive you are never going to do as well as what you uh, what you're expecting it so immediately what happens is that uh, certain people or some people would will dog the chassis or will dog the brand oh no this this brand this uh, chassis is no good because it's not doing what i want it to do and i can't drift this thing and it's so hard but then you give the same chassis to somebody else who's invested their their, their time into learning the chassis and then just learning the basics of drifting learning the basic uh, basics of uh, tuning and you find that he drives it amazing and then you're left wondering but like why am i struggling with this with this amazing chassis and i can't drive it it's not fair to dog a dog a chassis that you haven't tried out please remember that if you haven't if you haven't tried the chassis out it's unfair for you to make a negative comment the ideal thing is that you try the chassis out you test it out for yourself and then base your opinion on your own experience so let's hear you guys are you brand loyal or are you people loyal i know some people will uh, tend to follow those they look up to and they uh, and they want to sort of almost emulate the guys that they look up to and there's nothing wrong with that however uh, uh, what i find uh, or what i found from my experience uh, speaking to guys who i look up to most of the time these guys have just advised me on uh, where my faults were and how to how to better those faults and or sorry how to correct those faults and how to better tune my car and they always told me to read up all of them always told me read up on this read up on dampers read up on camber or toe read up on what these different technical things do to your car then when you when you're tuning your car do one thing at a time test one thing at a time drive two or three laps bring it off change it change the one thing go back does it get better does it get worse if it get worse 
change it back. If it gets better, change it again. Go in the same direction. If then it gets worse, then change it back. Then you know that's the best. Uh, that's the best setting for that part for how you drive. Ex exactly, my brother. Exactly. It's all down. It's down to personal preference. Uh, in SA, before Yoko became like really, really massive, we had Eagle Racing, and Eagle Racing was absolutely demolishing uh, the competition, and it dominated the SA market for for a couple of years. Uh, I think for uh, for its uh, for the price versus performance versus what you're getting from an Eagle chassis it worked out incredibly well it was very affordable for a complete carbon fiber aluminium chassis and people have done incredibly well with it we had championship winners with eagle racing chassis at one stage we had about 50 eagle racing chassis in competition which is a hell of a lot uh, if you know anything about uh, uh, SA uh, or drifting in SA, you know, 50 is a massive amount uh, to have uh, in competitions for us. Uh, so, yeah, and then uh, once Yokomo came about, uh, we saw a steady decline uh, with Eagle Racing, and now you'll find maybe one or two Eagle Racing chassis out there. But however, uh, the technology and the design that Yokomo came with, with regards to the, the YD2, was phenomenal. And, and the same with the MSC and the RMX. Two rear-wheel drive, excellent rear-wheel drive chassis that you can put together yourself and drift straight out the box with minimal tuning. You can get it, you can drift and get around the uh, track nicely. And then obviously spending more time you'll, uh, and getting a few necessary uh, parts and upgrades, you'll, you'll hit it. Uh, yeah, so I'm just uh, reading uh, a few of the comments you guys are, are posting. Uh, yes, uh, I agree with you, uh, Young. Uh, setup setup is key no matter what uh, chassis you're drifting we got to pay attention to the newbies because these guys are the next generation these are the guys who are going to come with you and drift with you even though they they may not be as good uh, straight away but these are the guys that's going to come drift with you and learn from you and and uh, and be so hyped about about drifting and yes we definitely need to pass on the knowledge guys please that's so important pass on the knowledge don't be closed uh, don't be poker face about your about your knowledge with drifting share the knowledge like uh, for example uh, marcus uh, i'm sure you guys know uh, marcus on on facebook who does these write-ups about uh, setup and he goes very technical about it um, it may not be uh, it may not be uh, to everybody's understanding straight away but the fact is that he's sharing the knowledge 
you uh, for me i had to read one article like a few times just to understand it uh, but i'm so grateful that he's doing write-ups like that because he's sharing the knowledge another one i see uh, often is uh, uh, vivian from src uh, sure it may not always uh, be about uh, a technical setup but he shares his knowledge when it comes to building bodies and uh, fitting accessories into bodies. As you know, he is a current uh, world champion, world's best body uh, builder champion. So a lot of people look, uh, look to him for advice and tips uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, he shares the knowledge, readily shares the knowledge. Um, another person who I, I look up to besides uh, Vivian is guys like and I'm talking locally first, it's guys like uh, Richard and Cisco. Uh, at any time, these three guys, uh, uh, even even my friend Llewellyn, who I started my East Coast RC2 club with, no matter who I spoke to, at any time, if I have to ask them for advice, I ask them, you know what, uh, Cisco, I'm having trouble with the, with the lock on my car. For some reason, I can't get it right. So he says, you just help me, take a picture, send it to me, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Few minutes later, problem solved. He's ever ready to help. However, at the same time, if you're struggling, if you're a new guy and you are struggling, don't be afraid to ask for help. As much as we want to share the knowledge, we also need for the new guys to open up a little bit and don't be shy. The one thing about that I've learned about the drifting community is that we are open-hearted, open-minded, and very sharing and very generous. When it comes to knowledge, we will share our setups. When it comes to gear, we will share our gear. When it comes to generosity, if we have something spare, we will just we'll simply give it to somebody just so that they can be up and running and go up against you at their full strength and not and it's not uh, about uh, making it seem like we are better than you and those kind of things it's all about growing the community and uh, wholeheartedly and having more people simply enjoy drifting uh, okay so I'm just reading a few more comments here. Uh, so Pascal says, I think the Drift family is very helpful in helping and sharing knowledge. Together we can spread our passion and make Drift more common. 100%. This is what drifting is all about. Sharing and caring and being a family. That's, that is what drifting uh, is about. Uh, I've met numerous amount of um, RC enthusiasts uh, coming from other uh, forms of uh, RC uh, like on-road racing, off-road racing and uh, some uh, who have flown planes and the guys that uh, uh, have, I've spoken to and who some of them have joined our, our club and moved on almost every one of them have said that they are so impressed with the drift community because they are ever so ready to share the knowledge, share the setup, show the actual car, this is what we're running and stuff like that. Whereas it's something that they've never experienced or don't experience uh, when it comes to racing. Now, I don't know whether that's 
uh, that's true for every person and every place but I just found that this is the most common uh, sort of uh, reaction from them so it's very very interesting that and it's very uh, comforting to note that the drifting community is one of the most heartwarming RC uh, uh, you know uh, RC aspects out there um, so yeah guys uh, thank you all for listening uh, to the show please share the link so that we get more people listening in more people commenting so just to recap we spoke about the we spoke about the newbies and about encouraging and discouraging and not discouraging them we talk we spoke about CS and its place in the RC drift world what do you think please send send me your comments I'd, I, I need to listen to you uh, listen to your feedback so I know that I'm getting through to you or you have ideas that uh, you know we'd love to share um, and then we spoke a little bit about uh, rear wheel drive and how popular and how quickly uh, it has risen in popularity uh, tracks from around the world what's your track like uh, how is your track run uh, what's the attendance like at your track send us some feedback we'd love to hear your comments um, and then lastly we spoke a little bit about uh, Yoko and Rev D and the whole and the whole situation going on there with a lot of uh, uh, Yoko drivers now going on to Rev D that's interesting what do you guys think about that I'd love to hear your comments there um, and then yeah we just had a little general chat to see how you guys are doing so episode three is gonna air uh next week monday the same time same place half past five central african time uh please join in uh next week also please share the link get other people to listen get other people to join in let's see what they have to say uh follow me on uh, uh, on instagram as well on facebook on instagram at bob underscore rock send me your messages inbox me if you need any advice or or you have any comments or feedback about the show or just about anything i i respond to anybody and everybody that uh, uh, contacts me so yeah have an awesome evening guys catch you next week i'm out this is your boy bob rock on and this is the B-Rock RC Show. Peace!